To the Lord our God belong mercies and forgivenesses, though we have rebelled against him. Neither have we obeyed the voice of the Lord our God to walk in his laws which he set before us. Let us humbly confess our sins unto Almighty God. Almighty and most merciful Father, we have erred and strayed from thy ways like lost sheep. We have followed too much the devices and desires of our own hearts. We have offended against thy holy laws. We have left undone those things which we ought to have done. And we have done those things which we ought not to have done. And there is no health in us. But thou, O Lord, have mercy upon us, miserable offenders. Spare thou those, O God, who confess their faults. Restore thou those who are penitent. According to thy promises declared unto mankind, in Christ Jesus our Lord. And grant, O most merciful Father, for his sake, that we may hereafter live a godly, righteous, and sober life, to the glory of thy holy name. Amen. Grant, we beseech thee, merciful Lord, to thy faithful people, pardon and peace, that they may be cleansed from all their sins and serve thee with a quiet mind. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, open thou our lips. And our mouth shall show forth thy praise. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Psalms 42 and 43, beginning on page 392. Like as the heart desires the water brooks, so longeth my soul after thee, O God. My soul is a thirst for God, yea, even for the living God. When shall I come to appear before the presence of God? My tears have been my meat day and night, while they daily say unto me, Where is now thy God? Now when I think thereupon, I pour out my heart by myself. For I went with the multitude, and brought them forth into the house of God. In the voice of praise and thanksgiving, among such as keep holy day. Why art thou so full of heaviness, O my soul, and why art thou so disquieted within me? O put thy trust in God, for I will yet thank him, which is the help of my countenance and my God. My soul is vexed within me, therefore will I remember thee from the land of Jordan, from Hermon, and the little hill. One deep calleth another because of the noise of thy water floods. All thy waves and storms are gone over me. The Lord will grant his loving kindness in the daytime, and in the night season will I sing of him and make my prayer unto the God of my life. I will say unto the God of my strength, Why hast thou forgotten me? Why go I thus heavily while the enemy oppresseth me? My bones are smitten asunder as with a sword, while mine enemies that trouble me cast me in the teeth. Namely, while they say daily unto me, Where is now thy God? Why art thou so vexed, O my soul, and why art thou so disquieted within me? O put thy trust in God, for I will yet thank him, which is the help of my countenance and my God. Give sentence with me, O God, and defend my cause against the ungodly people. O deliver me from the deceitful and wicked man. For thou art the God of my strength, why hast thou put me from thee? Why go I so heavily while the enemy oppresseth me? 
O send out thy light and thy truth, that they may lead me, and bring me unto thy holy hill, and to thy dwelling. And that I may go under the altar of God, even unto the God of my joy and gladness. And upon the harp will I give thanks unto thee, O God, my God. Why art thou so heavy, O my soul, and why art thou so disquieted within me? O put thy trust in God, for I will yet give him thanks, which is the health of my countenance and my God. He beginneth the sixth chapter of Hosea. Come, let us return to the Lord, for he has torn, but he will heal us. He has stricken, but he will bind us up. After two days he will revive us. On the third day he will raise us up, that we may live in his sight. Let us know, let us pursue the knowledge of the Lord. His going forth is established as the morning. He will come to us like the rain, like the latter and former rain to the earth. O Ephraim, what shall I do to you? O Judah, what shall I do to you? For your faithfulness is like a morning cloud, and like the early dew it goes away. Therefore I have hewn them by the prophets, I have slain them by the words of my mouth, and your judgments are like light that goes forth. For I desire mercy and not sacrifice, and the knowledge of God more than burnt offerings. Here ended the first lesson. My soul doth magnify the Lord, and my spirit hath rejoiced in God my Savior. For he hath regarded the lowliness of his handmaiden. For behold, from henceforth all generations shall call me blessed. For he that is mighty hath magnified me, and holy is his name. And his mercy is on them that fear him throughout all generations. He has shown strength with his arm. He has scattered the proud in the imagination of their hearts. He hath put down the mighty from their seat, and hath exalted the humble and meek. He hath filled the hungry with good things, and the rich he has sent empty away. He remembering his mercy I hope in his servant Israel, as he promised to our forefathers, Abraham and his seed forever. He beginneth the tenth chapter of Hebrews. For the law having a shadow of the good things to come, and not the very image of the things, can never with these same sacrifices, which they offer continually year by year, make those who approach perfect. For then would they not have ceased to be offered. For the worshippers, once purified, would have had no more consciousness of sins. But in those sacrifices there is a reminder of sins every year. For it is not possible that the blood of bulls and goats could take this away could take away sins. Therefore, when he came into the world, he said, Sacrifice and offering you did not desire, but a body you have prepared for me, and burnt offerings and sacrifices for sin. You had no pleasure. Then I said, Behold, I have come, in the volume of the book it is written of me, to do your will, O God. Previously saying, Sacrifice and offering, burnt offerings and offerings for sin you did not desire, nor had pleasure in them which are offered according to the law. Then he said, Behold, I have come to do your will, O God. He takes away the first, that he may establish the second. By that will we have been sanctified through the offering of the body of Jesus Christ once and for all. And every priest stands ministering daily and offering repeatedly the same sacrifices, which can never take away sins. But this man, after he offered one sacrifice for sins forever, sat down at the right hand of God, from that time waiting, till his enemies are made his footstool. For by one offering he has perfected forever those who are being sanctified. 
but the Holy Spirit also witnesses to us. For after he had said before, this is the covenant that I will make with them after those days, said the Lord. I will put my laws into their hearts, and in their minds I will write them. Then he adds, their sins and their lawless deeds I will remember no more. Now where there is remission of these, there is no longer an offering for sin. Therefore, brethren, having boldness to enter the holiest by the blood of Jesus, by a new and living way which he consecrated for us through the veil that is his flesh, and having a high priest over the house of God, let us draw near with a true heart in full assurance of faith, having our hearts sprinkled from an evil conscience and our bodies washed with pure water. Let us hold fast the confession of our hope without wavering, for he who promised is faithful. And let us consider one another in order to stir up love and good works, not forsaking the assembling of others together, as is the manner of some, but exhorting one another, and so much more as you see the day approaching. And at the second lesson. Lord, now lettest thou thy servant depart in peace, according to thy word. For mine eyes have seen thy salvation, which thou hast prepared before the face of all people, to be a light to lighten the Gentiles, and to be the glory of thy people Israel. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, in the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Let us pray. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us. And grant us thy salvation. O Lord, save the state. And mercifully hear us when we call upon thee. Endue thy ministers with righteousness. And make thy chosen people joyful. O Lord, save thy people. And bless thine inheritance. Give peace in our time, O Lord. For it is thou, Lord, only that makest us dwell in safety. O God, may clean our hearts within us. And take not thy Holy Spirit from us. We beseech thee, Almighty God, mercifully to look upon thy people, that by thy great goodness they may be governed and preserved evermore, both in body and soul, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Almighty and everlasting God, who hatest nothing that thou hast made, just forgive the sins of all those who are penitent. Create, making us new and contrite hearts that we, worthy lamenting our sins and acknowledging our wretchedness, may obtain of thee the God of all mercy, perfect remission and forgiveness, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O God, from whom all holy desires, all good counsels, and all just works do proceed, give unto thy servants that peace which the world cannot give, that our hearts may be set to obey thy commandments, and also that by thee, we being defended from the fear of our enemies, may pass our time in rest and quietness, through the merits of Jesus Christ, our Savior. Amen. Lighten our darkness, we beseech thee, O Lord, and by thy great mercy defend us from all perils and dangers of this night. Love of thy only Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Good evening, everyone. Just some quick thoughts about tonight's lessons. I mentioned this this morning, but just in case anyone wasn't there at morning prayer, um, 
we've begun the, the season of Passion Tide, beginning today and going up until the Easter Vigil, where we've veiled the crucifix in the the church, and we've also eliminated the Gloria Patri, the glory be to the Father, Son, and Holy Ghost from our liturgies. And both of these things are a a sign or a, a way of us remembering and taking it into our hearts, the fact that Jesus' passion, his sacrifice and death on the cross and resurrection, we are unworthy of such a sacrifice. And so it is a privilege for us to be able to contemplate his death on the cross. It is a, a, a privilege for us to be able to use the true name of God in his, the Trinity. The reality of the Trinity is something that's revealed to us and a gift to us. It's not something owed to us or due us. And so by having these things taken away, we are able to reflect on what an honor is for us to have the reality of those things. And so that always plays into the, the, the centrality of Jesus' sacrifice for us and how his death and resurrection are the culmination of his ministry and of all of our lives in Christ and the, the focal point of all history and all reality is focused on this one time and this one sacrifice. So that the sacrifices that occur in the Old Testament are, as the author of Hebrews talks about, they are, are shadows of the reality. Now, they're shadows not as that they aren't real. You know, Jesus is, there, it's not like the, Something that happens in the flesh isn't real and pointing to a an idea like some people have made out a uh, something like Plato's uh, analogy of the the people in the cave looking at shadows cast on the wall by a fire and the reality is out there for Plato that these ideas lived out and that was the true thing and everything that we see with our own eyes are just mere shadows and not the true things. That's not what the, the author of Hebrews is talking about. He's not a, a Platonist. He's talking about the things of this world and especially the, the sacrifices that occurred in the temple were gifts from God to humans as a way of atoning for their sin but the point is it wasn't the 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 sacrifice itself that was atoning for the sin it was the the understanding of the people offering up a sacrifice to them so it was that offering up that acknowledgement of their own sinful nature it wasn't the 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 animal itself that was actually doing anything and the fact that they had to do this every single year pointed to the fact that it wasn't actually doing anything. But in Christ, his sacrifice one time 
is able to not only wipe away sin going forward, but going backwards. And that sort of ripple effect is what gives a meaning to those old sacrifices in the Old Testament. And so this is a, a, a profound focus and change in the reality of everything that, that exists and ever has existed or will exist. And so this singular moment is something that we participate in. We participate in his death and resurrection through our baptism and through our coming together and taking the Eucharist together so that we participate every Sunday or every time we attend Mass and take communion, not in a new sacrifice every single week, but that one singular sacrifice, which is becomes real in us every time we participate in it. And so this is always a, an important thing for us to reflect on. And finally, this, this notion of how the sacrifices in the Old Testament are, do not change the sinful natures of people, that what God wants is us to change in our hearts. And so it's important to remember when we give up our little things in Lent, you know, the God is not pleased because we're giving up something. He is pleased because when we do this, we have the possibility of changing our hearts and changing our minds and our souls and rededicating ourselves to our relationship with God. That's the point of sacrifices. And if we get caught up in the sacrifice itself instead of the, the thing that's supposed to be changing within us, we are making the same old human mistakes. So just some thoughts about today's tonight's lessons. And we'll continue with the intercession on the bottom of page 590. And we'll take a moment to call to mind our, our own prayers and intentions. Accept, O Lord, our intercessions for all mankind, that the light of thy gospel shine upon all nations, and may as many as have received it live as becomes it. Be gracious unto thy church, and grant that every member of the same in his vocation and ministry may serve thee faithfully. Bless all in authority over us, and so rule their hearts and strengthen their hands, that they may punish wickedness and vice, and maintain thy true religion and virtue. Send down thy blessings, temporal and spiritual, upon all our relations, friends, and neighbors. Reward all who have done us good, and pardon all those who have done or wish us evil, and give them repentance and better minds. Be merciful to all who are in any trouble, and do thou, the God of pity, administer to them according to their several necessities. For his sake who went about doing good, thy Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and love of God 
in the fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with us all evermore. Amen. Thank you all for joining us in prayer this evening. Hope you have a great Sunday and great start to your week. Thank you, Deacon John. Thank you, Rachel. Thank you. Have a wonderful Bye. night, everybody. Good night. Good night. Nobody's sticking around.